everybody, Jessica and Sadie here. This is the season premiere of season five of The Amazing Race. <laughs> yeah, we are super excited for this season. Jessica has been saying this one's really memorable to her. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this season, but there's a team on here that comes back for an all-stars that are very memorable. And also, I thought this was a really good first episode, yeah. in my opinion. Yes, I I actually don't remember who wins i don't think but i do remember a lot of the teams and well charlotte and mirna obviously are very memorable memorable and they like every single thing that they said throughout this whole episode had me cracking up yeah they are so funny (laughs) they are funny without even trying to be i know they're just that's just the way they are yeah (laughs) but yeah so this is a really really good first episode i feel like the amazing race is starting to get into a groove and it's getting more popular and like at the time that this was being filmed and recorded and shown on tv you know so um anyways and then it was just an exciting episode so if you guys have a chance to watch it you should we'll recap it pretty well but it's just a really good one to watch yes and there's some new uh twists and surprises that are added this episode some of the things that we recognize from later seasons of the amazing race yeah we'll get into those so the amazing race made a couple changes for this season we are going to make a change this season we are not going to do introducing the teams in this premiere episode so if you guys want to hear more information about the teams and hear want like want to hear all the little details and backgrounds that we dive into then go to that episode we'll just have it posted right along with this first batch and we'll just kind of be like introducing the teams of season five yeah it was taking a long time in like the premiere episode to introduce all the teams and everything and we just really wanted to get into it so if you remember the end of season four the finale was in august of 2003 and the premiere of season five was until july 6 2004 so they had almost a year between seasons Mm -hmm. where they've been doing two a year but we do season six is in november so there's is still two seasons in 2004 so we wanted to do our little um, recap of world events and pop culture events and things that were happening in 2004. So we're going to do the first half from January to June. Mm-hmm. What were you doing in 2004? Um, 2004. The I first was, half of 2004. Yeah. I can't even think back to that long <laughs> ago. So I was like, I was 13 or just about to turn 13 in July of 2004. And so I think I was in eighth grade I, or seventh grade. You would have been s- seventh grade. I might have even been sixth grade. Oh, in 2001, I was in fourth grade. Because I... Seven. I was in seventh grade. It would have been the end of my freshman year. So that's ninth grade. We were three grades apart. Well, I started seventh grade in September of 2004. Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm talking about the be- the end. The beginning of the 2004, you would have still been in sixth oh, grade. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was the president of the elementary school. Oh, <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> and mm, I don't really remember much else. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was finishing freshman year, end of 2004. Good times. Yeah, sixth grade was, I mean, elementary was good time for me. Yeah. So I, fond memories of sixth grade, I think. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to start with the movies and music of 2004. Okay. So 
And again, this is just the first half. Yes. But so if you're like, oh, they missed that. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. it's coming later. Yeah. The number one movie of 2004 was in the first half of 2004. Can you guess what it was? Um, Spider-Man. That was number two. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Was the second okay. movie. It's a it's a animated. Ooh. Shrek? Shrek 2. Shrek 2. Was the number one movie of the year. Huh. That's wild. So, just for the first half, the top movies were Shrek 2, Spider-Man 2, The Passion of the Christ, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, The Day After Tomorrow, The Born Supremacy, Shark Tale, I, Robot, Troy, Fifty First Dates... And then some honorable mentions that are farther down the list. Like, we are always talking about these are, like, our favorite movies of all time. <laughs> so, The Princess Diaries 2. Oh, favorite. Mean Girls. The Notebook. How was Mean Girls not in the... Or The Notebook. I know. In, like, the top ten. I would have thought... Huh. White Chicks. <laughs> 13 Going on 30. Oh, that's a favorite, too. A Cinderella Story. Napoleon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what? Napoleon Dynamite? Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> and Ella Enchanted. What? Okay, yeah. that was a good year for movies. I, I very vividly remember going to Mean Girls in the theater and going to Cinderella Story in the theater with one of my friends. Yeah. I remember going to Mean Girls at the drive-in mm. and my best friend's aunt took us and because <laughs> like our parents heard it was like bad, but her aunt, she... It was probably not appropriate for yeah. a 12-year-old. But she, like, she took us to do some things that, like, our parents wouldn't, like, take us to do. So she took us to the drive-in to see Mean Girls. And it was, like, oh so memorable. Yeah. But, yeah. I always I always rewatch Princess Diaries and Ella Enchanted and Cinderella Story, 13 Going on 30. Like, those are all so Just, like, good. comfort movies, mm-hmm. for sure. And obviously Harry Potter. Yeah. But yeah, good year for movies. And the top 10 songs of the year, like we mentioned last season, I don't know when these came out, if they were the beginning of the year or the end, the songs specifically. So top 10 songs of the year was Yeah by Usher, <laughs> Burn by Usher, oh. If I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys, This Love, Ramoon, Ramoon 5. Ramoon? Ramoon <laughs> <laughs> 5. The Way You Move, Outcast, The Reason, Hoobastank. <laughs> oh, man. This is, like, seriously taking me back. Mm-hmm. I Don't Want to Know by Mario featuring Enya and P. Diddy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What an interesting group of people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, Outcast, Goodies, Sierra. Not goodies. Yeah. Not goodies. <laughs> featuring P.D. Pablo, I don't know, and Lean Back by Terror Squad featuring Fat Joe and Remy Ma. <laughs> Oh, man. Those are the top 10 songs. So some honorable mentions for songs was Here Without You, Three Doors Down. Yep. My Immortal, Evanescence. The First Cut is the Deepest, Cheryl Crow. She Will Be Loved, Maroon 5, and Toxic, Britney Spears. And the best-selling albums of the year was Confessions, Usher. So he had a really good year. Yeah, he did. And I just feel like I don't know anything about Usher. Like, he's such a big deal for a lot of people. And I'm like... But, I mean, he was a big deal this year. Like, those are the only two songs that I know of his. Yeah. Maybe a couple others, but. Um, number two, American Idiot, Green Day. Um, greatest Hits of Guns N' Roses. Oh. Back to Bedlam, James Blunt. 
<laughs> oh, yep. I remember and him. Feels like home, Nora Jones. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Breakaway, Kelly Clarkson was number seven. That one um, was my favorite. Yeah. I still listen to that album. Avril Lavigne, Under My Skin was number nine. So, yeah, some very memorable and good albums. Hmm. Shania Twain's Greatest Hits was 14. So, good year for music and movies. Yeah. Stuff that we all are still listening to and watching. And it's so just like, wow, that really was that long ago. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it would be that 20, long ago. Almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. All right. So, tell me what was happening in the world in pop culture. Um, okay. So, this is mostly in chronological order. Some of it is a little bit out of order. But MySpace officially has its like public debut on january 1st 2004 wow and then facebook was not far behind on february 4th 2004 crazy yeah and i did my space i was late to the facebook game i didn't get a facebook until i was in college in like 2008 so yeah me too but i did so much not so much not as much as a lot of people but i did my space in middle school <laughs> yeah I definitely had MySpace. And it was just, like, so important to have your top eight friends. Yeah. And, and it was such a topic of conversation every single day. It's like, <laughs> or it's like, I can't put her as my friend or she'll think that I'm, like, you know, too desperate. Or, like, yeah. if I put him as a top, it means I have a crush on him and he'll know. And then you had to, like, literally code. Yeah. To get backgrounds and music. Yep. And <laughs> it's so wild. It, it is just crazy. Like, what a toxic culture social media has become since oh, then yeah. it started out that way and it's gotten worse since yeah. then it's just it's not good but yeah um it also has really great capabilities obviously but anyway mm. britney spears married jason alexander in a las vegas ceremony and then was annulled later that afternoon do you remember that <laughs> yeah now that you said that i like wouldn't have remembered that though that, yeah that was before she married kevin federline i think hmm. and now she's getting divorced from her current husband yeah oh Brittany, that I was know. prime Brittany though like toxic the, oh yeah for sure yeah yes the mars rover spirit spirit is the name of the mars rover it began its mission and like some of the best photos we have from Mars have come from that uh, rover, I guess. <laughs> the New England Patriots beat the Carolina Panthers in Super Bowl 39. And Tom Brady was MVP, I think, of course. Uh, at that same Super Bowl was the infamous Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson performance with the the uh, birth of the term wardrobe malfunction yes <laughs> honestly that was seriously so memorable too i remember whose house we were watching well, i do too at. we were at some like our basically our neighbor's house and like all the parents were watching the game upstairs and all the kids were just like playing downstairs and mm -hmm. all of a sudden we hear like did that just happen yeah oh my gosh i can't <laughs> like they all started freaking out and then everybody was just like talking about it for ever years they're still talking about it yeah <laughs> it was seriously was like the most memorable thing to ever happen and at the time i feel like i don't know it was just like yeah that was pretty crazy yeah i remember that um the 76th academy awards what movie won that year 
Lord of the Rings. Yes. Lord huh? of the Rings, Return of the King. Yeah. Is that the third one? Yeah. Um, Sean Penn won Best Actor, and Charlize Theron won Best Actress. The TV show Friends ended. That was their finale after 10 years. The Rise of the Ugg Boot. <laughs> Ooh, and it's made a comeback. <laughs> yeah, it is. Those were all the rage for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Google launches Gmail oh. on April 1st, and people thought it was an April Fool's joke. Oh, huh. Ken Jennings begins his 72-game winning streak on Jeopardy. That's, that's very important for us Utahns. Yes. Ken Jennings on <laughs> Jeopardy. He's not from Utah. But he's Mormon, but he's right? Mormon. And so yeah. that's very important for us. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the host now. So yeah. that's like, um, yeah, he that started on June 2nd. So he was on for like the rest of the year. But it did happen in the first half of the year, the start of it. Um, former President Ronald Reagan dies and the Detroit Pistons beat the L.A. Lakers to win the NBA Finals in one of the biggest upsets of the NBA Finals. Hmm. And I don't remember that at all. Me either. Also, I don't remember. I feel like I didn't even know Ronald Reagan was alive in my lifetime. Yeah. I th- I feel like because our should we can we say this? Our mom works for the USDA, like the federal government. And I remember that they got that day off for his funeral. Mm. And I was like, that's weird. But it's a big deal when a former president dies. Yeah. I don't remember that. Hmm. So, yeah. Big year. I feel like every year is a big year, but. I know. And there was a lot of political stuff, like stuff, you know, Iraq, Al-Qaeda, Afghanistan. Yeah. And that we could do a whole podcast. Yeah. About. I'm like, that's just not that type of podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's important and it's interesting, but that there's just way too much. So, yeah. Okay. Well, so we probably would suggest that you go listen to introducing the teams before you listen to this. But if you don't, we're trying it. We're going to try and make it so you can kind of understand who they are and what their relationship is. Yes. Even though you don't watch that or listen to that, but you should. <laughs> we'll just basically say what Phil says yeah. as he introduces them. Mm-hmm. So they start on the Santa Monica Pier and they have like lifeguard trucks taking them down the pier to meet Phil as he introduces all the teams. And we start mm-hmm. with Brandon and Nicole and they are a, a dating couple. They dated long distance for a year, but now have moved to L.A. Yeah, and they said they are committed Christians. And Nicole was crowned Miss Texas USA. And then Cami and Carly are identical twins. They're blonde and they're cute. Seems like they play soccer. Yeah. They're and, athletic. Yeah. And they're from Eugene, Oregon. And then Linda and Karen are <laughs> best friends, mothers, and bowlers. The bowling moms. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty memorable in the franchise. Yes. I believe they're from Palmdale. I tried to write down where they were all from. Marshall and Lance are brothers and pizza restaurateurs from Dallas, Texas. And then Sharla and Myrna. <laughs> they're cousins from Baltimore. And Myrna... No, Sharla? Sharla. Sharla is... What's the politically politically a correct? Person. A little That's politically correct? Yes. I looked it up because okay. there's a few times in this episode that they say midget and that's not yeah, okay i wasn't gonna say that i was i don't know what to say 
So yeah. she is a little person. Little person or person of short stature. <laughs> but she has a very big personality. That's yes, for sure. And she is so funny. And and she's very capable. Yeah. So. Then Dennis and Erica, they were formally engaged. Formerly. I said, it said formally. Formally? <laughs> formerly engaged. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to find their way back together. And they say this is going to be the ultimate love test. And they have a very weird relationship mm-hmm. we always have kind of one weird relationship where it's like will they won't they what are they gonna yeah. do are they gonna make it and then bob and joyce oh i love them oh my gosh they're old widowers who found each other on the internet yes after both of their spouses died of cancer and they found each other online so yeah. they're not married but they're t- together as a couple and they're so cute they are cute they are also very capable yeah <laughs> And then Colin and Christy. Oh, yes. <laughs> who a lot of people who are Amazing Race fans will recognize them from a very long down the road all-star yeah. season. Yes. I think that's 31. Something. It's pretty recent. And yeah. this is season five. So. Yeah. And boy, does he make a transformation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen anything like terrible yet from Colin, but it's mm-hmm. pretty well known if you haven't seen this season it's pretty well known that he's yeah. like awful intense the flat so i haven't seen the season but the flashbacks from that all-star that recent all-star season of like all these stuff that he you know yeah he makes a big change in his life and for, he for the good <laughs> yeah it's funny his face as they were like introducing yeah he he just like was like staring so intently mm-hmm. and i said he looked like Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20, I he think. He does. His, that haircut is that very haircut. 2004. Yes. <laughs> and then Chip and Kim, they are a married couple who started their own computer company. And they say they spend 23 hours a day together. So they know how to work together and get along and yes. work hard. They're from Orange County. Have we missed all of this? Charlotte, oh. Charlotte and Myrna are from I said, Baltimore. Yeah, I said that one. That? I didn't say that after that, though. Okay. Oh, I missed Dennis and Erica and Bob and Joyce, where they were from. Colin and Christy are from Corpus Christi, huh. Texas. Chip and Kim are from Orange County. Okay. Jim and Marsha is our next one. Yeah. Uh, an ex-military father and daughter. I didn't write down where they were from either. I guess it's not that important if I didn't. <laughs> if I missed half of them. Yeah. Um, she says he refuses see he refuses to see me other than any. Well. My sentence is not written very well. <laughs> Basically, she says he refuses He refuses to see me as anything other than a 10-year-old little girl. And then Allison and Donnie, they have been dating on and off for three years. Yeah. And Allison was on Big Brother, and she won third place. Yeah. So, apparently, on Big Brother, she, like kissed other people and donnie obviously saw so they break up and then get back together and yeah and they said they like can't seem to not i can't stay apart (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and this is where we hear that there's going to be a new twist for the non-elimination leagues we don't know what it is yet Mm -hmm. though and i said oh they're going to introduce a speed bump so that's what i'm guessing and i think that it's the (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay 
Sadie's daughter Olivia just walked down the stairs butt naked. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you Okay. This is now like three days later. Yeah, I feel like longer. <laughs> Maybe longer. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was a lot of days. Let's a go. kid came down the stairs naked and that was <laughs> the end where we ended. Yeah. So, um, the new twist for the non-elimination legs. Sadie says you think it's this, a speed bump. I think it's they start taking their money away. So, they have zero dollars. If they're, it's a non-elimination. Yes. Okay. So if they come in, they are saved from non-elimination. They do have some sort of thing now, which I think is good because... Yeah, there needs to be some... Some consequence. Yeah, I was going to say consequence for not... For coming in last yeah. and not being eliminated. So Yes. <laughs> so let's get into the episode. I think we're ready. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like we said, they are starting on the Santa Monica Pier. That's the starting point of this season. And Phil says, the world is waiting for you. Good luck. Travel safe. Go. And it's mayhem. Yes. <laughs> People are tripping everywhere. And they have to run all the way down like the... So the they're at the very pier. end of the wooden pier. And they have to run all the way down the pier to a parking lot. And... I don't know what like so many trip so many people trip and fall yeah like a lot of people I mean it's uneven wood and everybody's excited and bunched up I don't know but they were like and normally it wouldn't matter that much but this does come into play a little bit later yes. a couple of different reasons yes so they run to their cars um at this point you can see Colin and I don't another man I'm not sure they're like ra- racing as fast as they can to be the first ones to the car <laughs> and leave their partners in the yeah, dust. Yeah, what good does it do you to run so fast if your partner is yeah. like 50 feet behind you? And there's a clue on the cars that say, find the hand in the sand, proceed to Uruguay. You have $97.23 for this leg of the race. 23 cents. That's yeah, so random. I know. And they find out there's two flights that leave from LAX that goes to Uruguay. One is an American Airlines flight and the other one is a United flight. So this is like, I think the first time really that they've done like, these are your choices and you can get one of these two flights instead of... I think they did it last season. Did they? But not before that. I think it's good for this first leg. Yeah. To get everybody in destination at the same time and then from there, then they have to find their own flights. Yeah. So one of the people that fell, his name, he was Dennis, and he said that he thinks Colin pushed him on purpose as they were running. And Dennis, who is Dennis? Dennis and Erica, they're the ones who were engaged, and they're trying to find their way back together. Yes. Is that the one who said that? Anyways, he says uh-huh. that Colin tripped him on purpose. And then we get to the car where um, we have Jim and Marsha, and Jim is in the back seat. He's the old man he's the dad and his parent his pants are ripped up and his leg is bleeding really bad yeah he took a really hard tumble and i don't think anybody purposely tripped him i think he just like fell yeah i think he just fell and they it it looks bad anyways we'll get back to that so the teams are headed to lax and they say the first flight the american airlines flight can only carry four teams and then the united flight can carry seven teams Mm mm-hmm and they don't know this at this point, but the United flight is actually faster. 
there's even, a, it leaves later, but it has a shorter layover, mm-hmm. so it gets there sooner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they don't know that yet, so they think they want to get on that first flight. Yeah, they want the American flight because it leaves earlier, mm-hmm. and they assume that it gets there sooner. And they they say once your ticket is purchased, you cannot change. Yep. So they're on their way to the airport. Christy lived in L.A., and she, like, apparently knows a better way to get to the airport. Some of these teams can't even get their car started or, like, the trunk open. Yeah. There's a few that really struggle yeah. to get even out of the the pier. The, old, the old couple. They're the last ones to leave the pier, I think. <laughs> and it's they're just, like, putting their bags in there and taking forever. And so they all have to pa- park at a specific shuttle parking like a airport shuttle parking and take a shuttle bus to the airport marshall and lance get on a bus and it's all empty and the bus driver is passing by a few other teams and they're like don't don't pass don't stop don't stop for them and he doesn't i know <laughs> i'd give him a big tip well i mean you don't have a lot of money so yeah you're like you can give do what me I- 23 cents yeah. <laughs> do what i ask but i can't tip you they show up at the gate. Colin and Christy are there, but they went to just like the regular desk. So there was like one spot that they could go that was like a marked desk for the Amazing Race. And Colin and Christy just went to the regular people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's kind of arriving. The first team to arrive at the correct marked counter are Dennis and Erica. And they are... Or is it is it Dennis and Erica? I have Donnie and Dennis mixed up. Yeah, Dennis lot. and Erica. Okay. So they're the first to the counter, and they say that they made a pact with the twins to hold seats for them on their that faster flight, but the twins left to go to the bathroom. And as that's happening, everyone else arrives behind them. And Dennis and Erica are not like making any I don't think they were actually in the bathroom though. That's what they said. I know, they were lying. Oh, well. Because everybody was getting mad at why they were holding up the line. They're like, they're in the bathroom. They're in the bathroom. But they were at the other um, airline. Okay, that makes more sense because I was like, they literally just started the Amazing Race and they already have to go to the bathroom. Like, they should have gone to the bathroom. No, yeah, that was just a ruse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Erica and Dennis, they said that they... So everybody behind them is... They're starting to line up and wanting to buy the tickets. And they're not buying the tickets. They're just standing there holding everybody up because they're waiting for the twins to get there. And they're like, they're in the bathroom. They're like, well, hurry up. We, And Erica's like, we cannot hold up this line anymore. And Dennis is trying to make everybody wait. And then the brothers called Dennis a scumbag. And Dennis is like, well, then you guys are definitely not getting on this flight now. Like, he has control over who's getting on yeah. the flight or not. And already starting to make enemies. Yeah, this is... Like, you should not make a pact with people at this point. Like, get your ticket and then do it. Yeah, th- yeah, this was not a good way to do it either because they split up. They yeah. we're going to go to American Airlines, you're going to go to United, and we'll see which one gets there first. And then the twins found out that United gets there first, but Dennis and Erica already purchased their tickets for American thinking that they were getting the faster one, waiting for the twins to come over. It was all just a mess. So the twins already bought their own ticket on United? Yeah, because they checked with United and they're like, Will you look and see which one gets there first? Is it this one or this one? And they saw that the United one gets there first. They bought their tickets, and then they start running over to American Airlines and are like, I hope they didn't get their tickets yet. But they did. Yeah. So Dennis and Erica didn't get the faster tickets, and they made enemies. Yeah. (laughs) It was just, like, super stressful and really annoying. But 
I know, like at this point, it's like kind of just fend for yourself and then then start making packs once you're... Yeah. And the irony of it is that they were all fighting about getting on the slower flight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all the teams that like showed up later all got on the faster flight. Yeah. That's very interesting. Very good, <laughs> like good twist for the first leg. Yeah, it is. So the first four, well, the four teams on that first flight that leaves, but is slower, are Colin and Christy, Chip and Kim, Lane and Marshall, and Dennis and Erica. Lance and Marshall. Oh, Lance and Marshall, yeah. I missed to see. And Dennis and Erica. And then on that second flight are the other seven teams. Yes, but Jim, military dad Jim, is bleeding a lot. Mm-hmm. And the airport paramedic comes over and looks at his knee and says he needs stitches. And he has to go to a medical clinic outside of the airport mm-hmm. and then come back and book the flight. So there's a shuttle that offers to take them. And at this point, the American Airlines flight is leaving. So Jim got his stitches, said it almost took out the tendon. Yeah, he got 25 stitches. That's crazy. I know. And they're getting back to the airport at 2.30 and the flight leaves at 2.40. I cannot, like, that's just wild to me. Yeah. How, and again, this is still, this is post Mm 9-11. So security would have taken longer. I don't know how they made that. They must have had help. Like, they must have had the person, the paramedic or something say, like, come back. I don't know. They must have had help because there's no way they could have done that in 10 minutes. No. But I'm glad they made it because they were really nervous and they barely made it. Yeah. And so all the flights. So then you're saying that even though they were supposed to be on the second faster. Wait. So no. they were supposed to be. Wait. They were supposed <laughs> to be on the United flight. But I just bring it up because we weren't sure if they were actually okay. going to make it to the flight. I was confused. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. So we're headed to Uruguay. Let me tell you a little bit about Uruguay. They're headed specifically to this place called Punta del Este in Uruguay, because that's where the hand in the sand is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Uruguay is officially known as the Oriental Republic of Uruguay. Interesting. That is very weird. I was like, why? Yeah, why? (laughs) (laughs) Or the Eastern Republic of Uruguay. Hmm. Very weird. It's a country in South America. It It shares its borders with Argentina to the west and southwest and then brazil to its north and northeast and to the south has the atlantic ocean and it covers about 180 or covers about 70,000 square miles and has a population of about three and a half million about two million of them live in the metropolitan area of its capital montevideo it says that area that has become Uruguay was inhabited by groups of hunter-gatherers 13,000 years ago. And then Uruguay was colonized by the Europeans late relative to its neighboring countries. The Spanish founded Montevideo. It's Montevideo. M- Montevideo? Yeah, Montevideo. So. As a military stronghold in the 18th century. And then it won its independence between 19, 1811 and 1828. And then there was a lot of economic crises and political crises in the 1960s and 70s that put an end to the democratic period that began in the early 20th 20th century. And then the military relinquished power to the civilian government in 1985. So today Uruguay is a democratic constitutional republic. So there's a president who is both the head of state and the head of the government. 
So this is interesting. Uruguay is ranked first in the Americas for democracy and first in Latin America in peace and economic freedom and income equality. Uruguay is the third best country in, on the continent in terms of the Human Development Index and GDP growth. And Uruguay is regarded as one of the most socially progressive countries in Latin America. It ranks high on the global measures for personal rights and tolerance and has a high acceptance for the LGBTQ community. And Uruguay is one of the founding members of the United Nations. So this city is Punta del Este, or Este, E-S-T-E, mm-hmm. would you say Este? Probably with an accent. Este, yeah. <laughs> it's a seaside city on the Atlantic Ocean in southeastern Uruguay. It started as a small town and is now known as a resort for the Latin and North American jet setters and tourists. It has been referred to as the Monaco of the South, the Hamptons of the South, the Saint-Tropez of the South. <laughs> So it's very pretty. Sounds fancy. (laughs) Touristy and fancy and pretty. And the city has a year-round population of about 12,000. But it is greatly added to during the summer season. Which would be our winter season. Which is probably why people go there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Nice. We don't get to see a lot of the city or a lot of the country in this episode. but Uh, Not too much. But we do see the hand... In the sand. The hand in the sand. So they don't know how to get there. They have to figure it out once they get there. Um, And it's 75 miles away by bus. And the buses leave about a half hour apart. So that first set of four teams get on that first bus all together. And they all get to the hand in the sand. And it's easy to find the clue box and get the clue. And it says, get to Isla Goriti. Gordy, Gordy, and to find the next clue. So basically, they just stop there to say, "Go find the next clue." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminded me. Did you go to DC with us? I don't think you did. No. There. So, like across the river in Maryland, there's a place that has like a statue coming out of the sand, kind of like that. Like so, there's like a hand and like the side of a face. Hmm. Anyway, so the the hand in the sand reminded me of that. In Washington, D.C. Well, in Maryland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's her name? Marsha? I think it's funny. Marsha, she brought a whistle with her. I'm wondering if that's allowed anymore to bring stuff like that. Marsha? You mean Sharla? Oh, Sharla, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She brought a whistle. because any So anytime they're trying to get a taxi or anything, she's like <laughs> blaring on her whistle. And her cousin's like, blow your whistle. <laughs> because yeah. they're all trying to get cabs to go yeah, to this. Yeah, they're hopping into taxis place they're so funny Myrna says stopo and oh my gosh and then Sharla at this point says people love to help me because they think I can't do anything yeah <laughs> and she's like proud of that people love to help me <laughs> they crack me up seriously I know they do say a lot of funny stuff so Brandon and Nicole Brandon he says he doesn't want to catch a cab because he wants to save money mm-hmm. they're the long distance dating team that are like the christians he said he doesn't want to catch a cab because he wants to save the money and she doesn't agree with him but they do what he says and brandon says you have to trust me yeah and that god's looking out for them yes like i don't really think that god cares if you yeah he's not worrying about the amazing race brandon (laughs) (laughs) not every decision you make is like influenced by yeah the 
by God, you've got to make actually smart decisions. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bob and Joyce are actually the first team to get to the ferry because they have to take a ferry to that island because they took a cab. And then Cammy and Carly get there on a cab and they barely make that first ferry. So on the first ferry is only Bob and Joyce and Cammy and Carly. And then the second bus is arriving as a first ferry arrives to the island. So right now we've got a lot of stuff going on. We have a lot yeah. of teams, <laughs> a lot of stuff happening at the same time. We'll try and keep it as concise as possible. And, yeah, organized and clear as possible, but it's a lot going on. The first set of teams arrive at the island and the clue says to make their way to the a wooded area. And on this wooded area, <laughs> there's a bunch of trees and all the trees have clues or like a little you know race flag attached to it and on the back is a time for a ferry for the next morning mm-hmm. and there's 8 eight thirty, or 9 a.m and they don't know which one is first and once you rip the time off of the tree you can't change it so they want to like look around and make sure that they're getting the earliest time that they can mm-hmm. and there's a hundred marked trees so there's yes. like a lot of Yes. Looking around and so at this point, lots of people are like landing at the airport, getting cabs, getting on the ferry, getting to the island, um, looking at the trees. You know, this is all happening at the same time. But Bob and Joyce they grab an eight a.m., which I'm like, oh, they're doing so good. They are. They're doing great. <laughs> and then and Allison and Donnie mm-hmm. do as well. And the second ferry arrives, and Marcia. She sees a 9 a.m., but they were like, let's keep looking. And they grab an 8.30, so they're, they know they need to keep looking. The twins got an 8.30. Charla and Myrna got an 8.30. Charla and Myrna wanted to work with Jim and Marsha. Yeah, Marcia they get off the ferry. And they're like, not. you guys want to work together? And Marsha's like, we'll see first, maybe. And she yeah. just walks away, kind of like blows them off. And they're like, <laughs> okay, well, then we I right. guess we're not going to work with her. She really doesn't want to work with us, so they kind of just, like, do their own thing. Which, at that point, yeah, it's not bad to start working with somebody so early in the race. Yeah. And if you're searching a lot of things... Yeah, be like, hey, I found an 830. Is that the earliest you've seen? Yeah. Like, there's no harm in doing yeah. that. She did not want to work with them. No. The bowler moms find an 8 o'clock, and so Brandon and Nicole are just getting on the last ferry. Because they took a bus instead of a cab, they're on the last ferry. But they were on the first flight. Mm-hmm. So she's annoyed, which I would be too. Yeah. And they get a 9 a.m. ferry the next day. So if I was Nicole, I'd be super annoyed because he was like, oh, you're right. I was, I mean, I made a bad decision. I need to listen to you. You're right. She's like, yeah, I am. Yeah, you do. Lance and Marshall are also, they have a bad attitude. They're like, I can't wait to get off this island. Mm-hmm. Like already. Yeah. They're- <laughs> yeah. They don't have good attitudes yet this whole race. So the first ferry that leaves the next morning at 8 a.m. are the bowling moms, Bob and Joyce, and Allison and Donnie. And then the second ferry at 8.30 are the twins, Jim and Marsha, and Charlotte and Myrna. And then the last ferry that leaves at 9 are the brothers, Colin and Christy, Brandon and Nicole, Dennis and Erica, and Chip and Kim. And when they get off the ferry, they find a clue that says, make your way to the suburb of Maldonado to find the Jose Francisco Gonzalez Meat Warehouse. To find the next clue. The people on the second ferry, Jim and Marcia and Kim and Carly, are having like the hardest time finding the clue box. Because it's right off the ferry. Yeah. Like on the dock. I mean, you have to go like down a level. Yeah, kind of down some steps. But it's right there. And the twins literally walk right yeah. by it. And she says, I'm sure we went right by it right 
as they walk right by it. Like, if she put her hand up, she probably could touch it. That's how close they were. You have to open your eyes. Like, (laughs) I don't... That happens a lot. And I'm sure... I literally was, like, screaming, oh, she's right there. (laughs) They have a really hard time finding it. On the first ferry, those three teams all decide to get on a bus to Maldonado. But then some other people decide to take cabs. So, like, Charlotte and Myrna, they get to that meat warehouse the same time as all the people on the first bus. Yeah. Because they took a cab. Yeah. And somebody even says, oh, my gosh, there's the midget. Yeah. Like, so that was at least, that was one of two or three times that that was said that way yeah so we're gonna i think we're gonna hear that a lot yeah. while they're still in the race however long they last and like surprised that they're there mm-hmm. yeah anyway so the clue that they receive <laughs> is to deliver a 55 pound side of beef to this meat warehouse and then the butcher will give you your next clue and they arrive at a yield so this is also new yeah and they don't even like prepare us or anything it's kind of just like right there and it's just like this this season there will be a yield if a team chooses to use it they have to choose another team put up their picture once they get there they have to flip over the timer and you can only use it to yield once during the race yeah but nobody chooses to use it on this leg yeah which is good because it's kind of because you want to save it for when you really need it mirna is carrying the beef and she's, like, really struggling, like, putting it on the ground, like, dropping it everywhere. Yeah. And Sharla is, like, carrying both of their bags. Yeah. And th- it looks like they're, they have, like, these white coats on that they give them. And when they get done, they all have, like, blood all yeah. over them. And It would be gross. They're walking in really hot heat. Yeah. And it's raw beef. The blood is dripping on them. <clears throat> they have to, it's, like, put it over their shoulder, yeah. basically, to carry it. It's, so. like, 50-something pounds, but it's awkward like it's an awkward, awkward shape, shape. Yeah. yeah and bob is the one that's carrying it and he looks like <laughs> he's really struggling he doesn't say anything bob doesn't say anything ever he's like the quietest guy yeah on this whole anything anytime anything is happening i thought it was so funny when they were at the airport and all that drama was happening they kept panning over to him and he was <laughs> literally just standing there with like no look on his face just observing yeah <laughs> he's just like that's what like grandpa john would do i know that's what kind of made me think of him like he would never ever ever go on this race oh ever. no like no 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 ever t- i mean this would probably be his literal hell nightmare <laughs> he, he says his favorite place to go is to his porch or his farm yeah so he would i mean it's just silly to even think about him doing that but yeah. he kind of does remind me of him he's just quiet and he just observes <laughs> um but it so because it says it's only 50 pounds but walking that far it is a long walk yeah i mean it looks is not light yeah i mean it's pretty heavy so that far and that weird shape it does look really hard but charlotte is just kind of like keeping up and working really hard and carrying both backpacks which looks heavier than the beef yeah (laughs) i'm like why don't you switch i don't know but they're doing really good together they kind of like yell at each other but it's kind of kind of like siblings they kind of like know that they can yell at each other and they know their personalities Mm -hmm. and they know they're not going to hate each other they can just like say it and move (laughs) on so allison and donnie arrive to the butcher first it's just kind of a little tiny shop in a town not super noticeable 
And they get a clue there once they drop off their beef. And it says, return to Punta del Este and find the clue box across the street from the Blue and White Hotel. So now they have to all go back. Get on getting cabs and go back. Yeah. So there's a lot of this leg, like, get there and leave. Get there and leave. Get there and leave. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not spending very much time somewhere. Yeah. I I mean, that happens quite often, actually. Charlotte and Myrna, they hire some guy on the side of the road to carry their bags. And they carry the beef together towards the end of the... But they walk past it. (laughs) They walk right past it. They walk like four blocks past the shop yeah and i think it's so funny the camera's like following them and they say as this guy right behind them is carrying their bags they're like we can do this all on our own we don't need anybody to help us (laughs) literally as that guy is walking right behind them carrying their bags Uh, yeah so the twins and the father and daughter team arrive the same time as charlotte and myrna at the butcher and the dad trips and falls again inside the butcher (laughs) i'm like dude you're making me nervous. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> Not that I'm Pick like... Pick up your feet. Yeah. Like, gosh, if I was his daughter, I'd be like, Dad, do we need to stop? Are you going to, like, make it <laughs> to the end of this thing? The last group of teams the, on the third ferry are now all trying to get taxis. Mm-hmm. And Dennis and Erica... Dennis, like, did not like the idea of everybody thinking that he was a scumbag. So, as a gesture of goodwill, he, like, let all the other teams take the taxis first. Yeah. And well, Erica wasn't super happy about that. Yeah. And what were you going to say? Well, the brothers and Chip and Kim went to a store to ask them to call a taxi. And then Dennis and Erica and the other teams went to, like, a taxi stand. So, like, the brothers and Chip and Kim did it on their own and they got a taxi that left from somewhere else but there was just a couple teams sitting there at the taxi stand and yeah dennis basically just like let them all go because to show them that he was like a good guy so they're last to get on the taxi to go to back to punta del este so allison and donnie so yes just a reminder they're the team who she was on big brother and they don't really get along, but they can't get, stay away from each other. <laughs> They're the first ones to arrive at that blue and white hotel. But the clue box says, get a, the clue the, across the, clue the street. The clue that they got before, not the clue box. Yeah, the clue. The clue. Yeah, the clue. It's to go to the clue box across the street from the blue and white hotel. Yes. But they don't do that. They, they just, just go, go into the hotel. the hotel. Because on like the side of the hotel up these stairs is a red and white flag. So it looks like that's where you're supposed to go. Red and yellow. Red and yellow. Oh my <laughs> gosh, what is wrong with me? <laughs> so they walk up the stairs and go into the hotel just following the flags without getting the clue first. But the bowling moms do get a clue. They go straight to the clue box. And it says it's a detour. Zips, Zips or chips. Or chips. <laughs> Zips is... Um, just kind of what it sounds like it's a zip line you have to go to the top of the hotel and pull the they have to pull themselves across a horizontal zip line 210 feet above the ground it's not like one where you sit and just like ride you have to like get hooked up and like go from one building to the other yeah just like straight across but then zip line down 18 stories into the pool below yeah chips is you receive 20 chips to play roulette in the casino and you get your clue if the roulette ball lands on your number. And if you run out of chips before it gets you to your number, 
Does that make sense? If you run out of chips before your number gets picked picked randomly, you know, it's all it's gambling. So then you still have to go up and do zips. Yeah. So the first three teams choose zips. Um, at this point, I'd probably choose zips. Well, oh, yeah. if I was like in the first group and I didn't have to wait for a bunch of people to go. Yeah. I would do zips. If there was like a bunch of people waiting, I would just try chips and then go to zips anyways. You're going to yeah. wait. So, yeah, if we were, like, the first half of teams, we'd do zips, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, the twins, they get there as well, and they don't get a clue. They just go through the door, and they see the roulette table and just start playing. Because Donnie and Allison, they went in, but they realized that it was wrong, and they went back and found the clue. Yeah. But Carly and Cammie walk in, and they just, like, start playing roulette and they're like okay cool they like don't even know what they're supposed to do or anything yeah so we're supposed to play this okay um all right and so they just start playing yeah like at any point if you're confused about what you're supposed to be doing you've probably missed something yeah so stop yeah and figure it out (laughs) and but they get their number called really quickly yeah (laughs) they like are excited and it says go by taxi to the pit stop which is 10 miles away in puta by by Bayana. bayano to Casa Pueblo, which is like a well-known building. And so, yeah, they're like, wow, okay, pit stop, let's go. Yeah. Okay. Allison and Donnie do that zipline thing pretty quickly, and the bowling moms do it. They're The bowling moms are super proud of themselves. They're like, people look at us and think that we're not intimidating, but look at us, we're like the front of the pack, and we can do everything they can do, and they're having a good time, and they're really nice and cute, and I like them. Bob and Joyce, did they do zips? Mm-hmm. They were in that first group. And they did the zip line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing really well. Yeah. And they're just, like, super cute. I like yeah. them. But and everyone is struggling with the across-the-street part of the mm-hmm. clue. There's, like, a lot of teams that just, like, go in that door. Mm-hmm. And a lot a lot of them realize, and then they go back or whatever, but Chip and Kim are another one that just don't go find into the, the clue. Casino. Yeah, and they yeah. just do roulette and get the clue from there. And the, brother, the brothers get a clue box and do chips, though. And they're at the betting table with Chip and Kim. So, like, they got, they have a clue and they know what they're supposed to be doing, and Chip and Kim don't have a clue, but they're doing the same thing. Yeah. So, it looks like they're doing the right thing, which and, is confusing. Well, and Marshall got it so fast. Yeah. Too. I f- it was like the first or second roll or something. They were excited to see that there was gambling. They're like, yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Um, Char- Charlotte and Mirna were also excited that there was gambling. Yeah, they said, we go once a week. Yeah, we're in the casino every other week. So, this is a sign. We're gambling phenomenons. <laughs> I'm like, what are these two girls doing in a casino once every other week? Like, that yeah. is so funny. I think it's so cute. They have a funny relationship. I want to get to know them better. So I hope they stick a lo- stick around for a long time. Chip and Kim, um, they get the clue. And Kim even says, I'm surprised we didn't have a detour. Yes. And then they head to the pit stop. And they get a cab to the pit stop. Yeah. I'm really surprised we didn't have a detour. Well, <laughs> again. <laughs> because if they wouldn't have done, they wouldn't have done... A roadblock or or a detour. detour. There's something wrong. you got to figure it out. And then in the taxi, the twins heading to the pit stop, they realize they didn't get a clue. They're like, well, we don't have a clue. I don't think we needed to. Like, we just had to. We did get a clue when we finished. They're confused. They're like, they know they didn't get a clue, but they don't think they needed to. But they have it, like, in their mind that something isn't right. Yeah. So I don't have it broken down who does what. So I think the only people who did chips were the twins, the brothers, Chip and Kim, and the cousins. Everybody else did zips. 
Yeah, that seems right. And it seemed like it took an equal amount of time. Like, there wasn't one that was, like, oh, if you got really lucky at roulette, like the brothers did, that one was way faster. Yeah. So, the first team to arrive at the pit stop are (laughs) Chip and Kim. Yeah. And Phil says, you're the first team to arrive. However, you did not pick up a route marker, and you must go back and get it. And, and they went from surprised to yeah, panic Chip in like was like one second. Yeah, Chip was like super happy to be team number one. And they're like, oh my gosh, so they run back to their cab. Team number two to arrive are Cammy and Carly. He says the same thing. You did not pick up a route marker. You must go back and get it. So they're like, oh crap. So they get back in their cab and head back. So Allison and Donnie, which are the third team to arrive, are actually team number one. <laughs> yes. And they want a trip to Hawaii. Yeah. And Marshall and Lance are team two. Linda and Karen team three. Bob and Joyce are four. Charlotte and Myrna are five. And then we kind of cut back a little bit. Jim and Marsha, they can't even find the elevator to go up to do the zip I line. know. The father and daughter are struggling. Very, yes. <laughs> they, but he flew across that zip line, though. Like, yeah. once they finally got up there, he was like, Zhoo. He did. I think he was trying to, like, prove. make up some time. <laughs> So, yeah, the last two teams to arrive to that hotel were the father and daughter and Erica and Dennis. But now the two teams that have to go back mm-hmm. are kind of like, they're all neck and neck. So and Brandon and Nicole, is that where we're at? Brandon and Nicole are team six. Colin and well, you didn't say four or five. Yeah, I did. Bob and Joyce are oh. team four. Charlotte and Myrna are five. Oh, okay. Well, Charlotte and Myrna, when they were pulling up in the taxi, she's like, I can't wait to see Phil. He's so gorgeous. Oh, yes. <laughs> But they thought they were going to be team number three. So they were not very happy with five. And she was also sad that because she she was like, can we play a round of blackjack and double our money? And Charlotte's like, no, let's go. (laughs) I'm like, what happens if you lose your money? Then you have no money. (laughs) She's that confident in her blackjack skills that she was willing to gamble it. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) So when the dad is doing the zipwining and he they end up in the pool, he has stitches that are only one day old oh, that yeah. get wet. So Brandon and Nicole are team six. Colin and Christy are seven. Chip and Kim come go get the clue, come back, and they're team eight. And they're very relieved. Cammy and Carly also get the clue, come back, they're team nine. Yeah. So then it's kind of like, who's going to get there? Jim and Marsha? Jim and Marsha and Dennis and Erica are yeah. the ones that are left. And luckily to me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> team number 10 are Jim and Marsha. And Jim almost trips again. I know. Literally, <laughs> this dude, he needs to f- figure it out. He's not even going to make it like, alive Dad. by the end. Yeah. So, sadly, Dennis and Erica are the last team to arrive. And it was because of Dennis, pretty much. But not not in a bad way. I don't know. Cause, so, they seemed like a really strong team. Like, they could make it a long way, physically. Yeah. But it's not all about physical. You have to be tough mentally. And you I'm have to be ruthless. Throat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They should not have made that, that decision to let everybody take the taxis. Yeah. Or even the pact with the twins at the beginning. Oh, yeah. That was the first mistake. Yeah. But yeah, even the taxi team, he should have been like, okay, if they don't like me, they don't like me. We have to just win. Yeah. And she was like, "I we knew our downfall. <laughs> she said, we knew our downfall was Dennis's kindness. But I'd rather be with a nice guy than a mean guy. Yeah. So she's like supportive but also disappointed and he's really disappointed in himself yeah but i don't know i was expecting yeah just looking at like teams and you know physical appearance only 
I would have expected them to go a little bit further. Yeah, for sure. And they seem like nice people. So I really wish we would got to know them better. And it's interesting because they were the previously engaged couple who has to figure out if they're going to make it or not. (laughs) I'm wondering if this is good for her or bad for her. Like, I'm with a nice guy or Or you let us down. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess you will tell us. I will tell you. They stayed together for quite a while. So this was in 2004 and they broke up in like the early 2010s. So they were still together for a while. I don't think they ever got married. And then after the race, well, there's no um, interesting things about them. Like they're not the first team of, you know, Mm -hmm. they, they're the first team to be eliminated in Uruguay in the race Mm -hmm. franchise. Okay. Okay. After the season, Erica became a casting director for The Amazing Race and Survivor, and she co-owned a gym business, ESP Wellness, with Survivor contestant Parvati Shallow. I don't know anything about Survivor. Me either. I do know, I had a, my friend at Snow College, her roommate's brother won one season. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He was from Pleasant Grove. I can't remember what season. It was like one of the earlier seasons, but... That's pretty much the only thing I know about Survivor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything either. Should be the next show that we recap. <laughs> After oh my gosh. We finish like the 30 seasons. <laughs> After we finish these 30 We'll be like seasons. 87 years old by the time we finish that. Um, so now Erica, she, it seems like she's like a sports agent now. And she represents somebody that plays for the 49ers that's like kind of a big name but now i can't find it (laughs) so i I was looking at her pictures and like there was a whole bunch of them of her at 49ers games and with a girl that i'm like that looks like olivia culpo you know who that is yeah it is olivia culpo (laughs) so olivia culpo is dating what is his name mccaffrey christian mccaffrey and i guess he's like a one of the more well-known football players um, I don't see pictures with, like, a partner or children, but that doesn't mean she doesn't have any. Most of her pictures are at 49ers games. <laughs> so it looks like she's successful and happy and really likes going to 49ers games. Cool. Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> he really loves his dog. That's yeah. pretty much all that he posts about. <laughs> Um, I also don't see any pictures of him with like a partner or kids, so I don't, I don't have a whole lot of information about him, but he, let's see, I think I found him on LinkedIn. I had all this open and then I closed it on accident. Dennis, Dennis works as a mortgage broker, I think. That's kind of boring. (laughs) I know. And likes his dog. Well, I hope he's happy. Yeah. So this thing says, like, it's the where are they now. While their engagement did not lead to a marriage and they parted ways, Dennis and Erica have continued to thrive in their chosen careers. Dennis's role as a mortgage broker allows him to navigate the complex world of real estate (laughs) and financing, helping individuals and families achieve their home ownership dreams. So good job, Dennis. You said you didn't watch the season, right? Yeah. I don't remember who wins. Uh So seeing what we've seen in this episode who do you think is going to be the winners well i know colin christie don't win if i didn't know that i would say that they would win yeah (laughs) 
Which is not really a spoiler because I'm sure a lot of people who are watching this have watched future seasons and know that they're on all stars. Yeah. And winners are not on all stars. (laughs) Anyways. So I think, well, I hope Bob and Joyce make it far. I hope the bowling moms make it far. Um, I don't want Marshall and Lance to go very far. (laughs) So who I think, who I, not hope, I guess who I think. Okay. (sighs) Probably Allison and Donnie are in the top three. That's what I was thinking. And Cammy and Carly in the top three. And I'm going to say... I'm going to say Chip and Kim. I was going to say, there's not like... There's not a lot there's of strong like, teams. There's not like stand out. Yeah. When I'm looking back, I'm like, there's actually not a lot of strong teams. <laughs> Which is going to be really interesting. That will be interesting. They all have kind of like a little... Okay, so the top three. Nice. Chip and Kim, Cammy and Carly, and... Donnie and Allison. Donnie and Allison. Okay, that's our official guess. Mm-hmm. from episode one i do feel like charlotte and Myrna make it a decent way through and they also come back for season something oh i didn't know that yeah cool okay so where do you think we're going to next from uruguay oh probably like somewhere in south america maybe peru you think we're gonna stay in south america i think so i feel like we're not i feel like we always go leave south america so quickly yeah, they're usually not there. So I feel like we're going to go to Africa. Okay. I don't know where in Africa. I'm just going to guess Africa. <laughs> okay. Well, yay. Welcome to season five. We finally finished episode one. <laughs> like we said, go back and listen to the intro- introduction of the teams before or after this episode or whenever you want. We didn't want to spend a lot of time doing that on this episode, so don't miss that one. And... We're excited about season five. Oh, I was going to say, I think this was a really good first episode of a season. It was very exciting. Like for all the first episodes yeah. we've seen so far, I think this is the best one. Yeah, it was lots of drama yeah. already. And we might have said this already, but season five is like, I think it's a fan usually, fave. yeah, it's a fan favorite. Usually people <gasps> put this in their top three favorite seasons. Yeah. So. This should be a good one. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Say, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Okay, swallow your M&Ms. Swallow them. Let me see your mouth. Uh, swallow. Swallow them. Okay, say, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Say, this is the amazing rewatch. Thanks for listening. Say, say, no, say, say, this is... Say this, is, say, this is the amazing rewatch. This is amazing. This was. <laughs> oh, Good <God>. job. <laughs> oh, okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group the amazing rewatch podcast please like rate and review and share with your friends and reach out to us we love to hear from you thanks for your support and thanks for listening bye